So we now have a list of a lot of people that Rafi owes money to. In collaboration discussion with Rafi, you've chosen three that you feel are the most important for him to either move on or feel safer in the city with his sisters. We've got his friend Bertolt. There is Salvador at the Three Heroes Adventurers Guild. And there is the Minotaur Angus, who is an enforcer for the Mafia, uh, who is owed 426 gold pieces. And now we continue. I think that having made this decision, Potentia is going to suggest that they leave the sewers and we can make a decision not here, if that makes sense, because we don't want Rafi to come with us, I assume. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, like, um, I think when, actually when Harold, um, I think when Rafi initially offered to help, like, Harold's response would be like, uh, Rafi, in the kindest way possible, I think the thing that you could do the best, actually, is just to stay here and lay low. Honestly, uh, just leave this to us. Okay. I mean, I've been laying low here for months, two months, some time. I think it's. I think it's about a month, right? Because. Harold had his because yeah, Harold was working on his presentation basically for a, a couple of weeks, and then yeah, yeah, then there was a, there was a week, then and the then presentation was like a day, <laughs> three or four weeks, yeah. a bit amount of month. But Rafi's unsure because time passes yeah. strangely here underground because he loses track of it. Yeah, I'm happy to stay here. Guess send send Catchall a raven. If, if you need any help with anything. Uh, yeah, there, also there's that goblin uh, in Dead Freds who probably knows where Bertholdt is. You know, strangely, I actually think I know exactly the goblin you're talking about. Uh, you know, I'm not surprised. He has a bit of reputation. Yes, well... Uh, Alright, well, uh, we shall return, hopefully. Uh, victorious, as it were. Um... Uh, and let you know how things go, and then you can ha- have a think on what it is that you want to do. Thank you. Thank you all again. So, as you leave the the library, where are you heading first? I mean, if the Mafia get wind of the fact that we are paying off debts and they are not the first ones whose debts have been repaid... 
I don't know about you, but I don't feel like we want the Mafia following us around while we're dealing with the Adventurer's Guild or trying to find somebody. Right. I mean, yes, that that does make a lot of sense. Um, I did have a thought about that. Uh, you know... I, d- I don't know... I don't know what Martha has told my father about this whole situation, but um, I think we might be able to be able to persuade him to give us the money. Uh, what? How? Well, you know, if it if it weren't for Rafi, I mean, I genuinely think we might be dead, and you know, uh, hopefully, my father may feel some sort of I don't know uh, responsibility or sense of gratitude. Um, I mean, he. We may have to skirt around the issue of who the money is for, but oh, uh, I, I, I think. I don't know. Like it, it just it feels like asking for charity almost. I don't know. Oh, I mean, we what could if think if of we it told as the, him the money was for the Adventurers Guild and not for the Mafia. Yes. I mean, we could think of it as, like, you know, a reward. Like, um, you know, adventurers go on missions all the time and they get compensated. Rafi we- made this, you know, who he, he essentially, you know, did this sort of heroic thing. Perhaps we could sort of think of it like, uh, you know, uh, a sort of reward fee, you know, for, for helping out and in services of the city or something. Well, I mean... Oh, I just don't like asking people for money. Um, Neither do I, me, but I if, but we can't afford to pay his debts off ourselves. No, it's true, we can't. But if if you think it's something he would go for... I think, I think he could be persuaded. I mean, you know, my father can be, um, you know, a very stern man, but he is rather generous at times. He, he supports the arts and, uh, you know, other such endeavours. I... I, you know, he he obviously has an investment in the city. I, I think if we phrase things the right way, he, I think he may see sense in in this this plan. Uh, you know, he's not unreasonable. I know he seems that way at times, but he he does have a heart in there somewhere. Well, uh, okay, okay, okay. Um. But, but I think you might need to do the talking. <laughs> well, yes. Uh... All right, well, oh, I, I That I whole sentence was all over the place, sorry. Okay. <laughs> it sounded okay? Yeah, it was fine. Okay, good, good. Sounds like... Sounds like Meredith is just uh, trying to brain about exactly all the things, so it's mm. fine. Meredith's brain and your brain at the moment are one and the same, Joe. Okay, okay. okay. Westgate, which is the Three Heroes Guild, the Shadowport, which is where the uh, Black Market is, and then Dead Fred's is over in Ale Grove. Right. And my parents' house is in King's Quarter. Yeah. Right. Well, I suppose there's no time like the present. Uh, I suppose we, we go drop in. Uh, Potentia is fully just remembered, like, after having mm-hmm. had this conversation about how Harold's father's a good choice. Yeah. The last interaction she had with Harold's yep. father. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. having remembered this, she's just like, "Yes, um, lead the 
lead the way, I guess. It'll be good to see your... family again. I, I forgot, you know, you haven't seen them since... Uh... It's fine. Mm. Well, uh, let's go. Uh, and dip do do diddly do diddly do also this is my moment of being like and joe still doesn't know my last name um it's great it's good it's a good time uh so we're swinging by the the wentworth manor a short carriage ride through town to the wentworth manor in the king's quarter and you're at the the front door of the mansion when uh, Harold's family butler has has just mm. answered the door. Ah, uh, Master Harold, and and you've brought your friends. Very well. Yes, my father's here. I, I presume. I believe he's in his study. Right. Uh. Okay. Uh. Well. Uh. I. I would like to see him. Um, if you could let him know I'm here, that would be great. I will let him know. And he will open the door to let you all into the the receiving room. And then he'll go to fetch your father. A few minutes later, your father walks into the room. He's wearing like a business suit that he's, you know, been doing some work at home today. Um, possibly has some meetings later on he's going to attend. Harold, it's good to see you again. And, um, oh, you've brought your friends. Uh, Meredith. Yes, you remember uh, Meredith? Meredith? She... Bard, yes. How are you doing? Yes. Hi. Um, I... Yes. Ah, yes, well, I know what you musicians are like. <laughs> uh, and... Okay. Miss Potentia, it is good to see you again. And she just nods in his direction. Uh, look, I, I'm, I'm sorry to sort of drop in on you like this, especially as I, I actually came here to ask a rather big f- favour of you. Um, you see his, his you, disposition shift. Mm, can, can, we, can we sit somewhere? Um, uh, yes, you can... Feels a little awkward standing up here. You can join there. me in the, the study if you want. Is this a private conversation, somewhere, Harold? Somewhere comfortable, maybe? Uh, the library, perhaps? Very well. He, like, clicks his fingers. Uh, Humbertus, set the library for tea. Yes, master. He walks or walks away. Star wipe. We're in the library. Mm. Uh, tea has been served, and there are little biscuits. You're sitting comfortably in, like, large leather wing chairs. So I, I imagine there was some amount of, like, small talk, you know, about uni and um, yes. the presentation. How, how are you doing? What's been going on? Yeah. Your mother worries about you. Yeah. You don't stop by nearly uh, as much as you should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, yes, look, uh, I... At I least send a pigeon, Harold. Oh, well, you know... Uh, look... <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I look. I did come here to ask something of you, and I, I know I've sort of tried to make a point of finding my own way in the world since leaving home and you know starting to attend uni. 
so it is a little awkward, but you you remember, unfortunately, we were, um, you know, we sort of got caught up in that incident on the on the bridge, the that automaton that went out of control and sort of, you know, was terrorizing the city. Yes, I I do know about this. Your sister mentioned it, and I read about it in the paper. Would have been nice, perhaps, to have a conversation with you about this, Harold. Well, yes, I'm, I'm sorry. I've 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 been very busy, you know, since with the presentation and you know dealing with the sort of scientific types. Who, anyway, that's another story. Um, the thing is, is that a friend of ours was sort of he was with us at the time, uh, and they really stepped up to to help us actually and and by stepped up i mean they they very almost died actually uh sort of stepping in and 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 helping us uh you know sort of vanquish the you know this construct uh, that had i mean who knows what had happened to it but it, you know it was on the loose and we found ourselves in the wrong place obviously the problem is father is this fellow is a very good friend of ours, but in the past he's sort of uh, found himself aligned with maybe the wrong sorts of people, and he he kind of owes a little bit of money uh, to them, and you know because of his injuries and things, he just he can't afford really to pay them back, and unfortunately, it's sort of stopping him from moving on with his life and I I feel like his bravery ought to be rewarded in some way and you know I can't afford myself to help him out with this debt that he's uh, accrued and I was I was hoping you might find it in your heart to maybe lend a bit of generosity given you know uh, his vital role in uh, ensuring my survival uh, as it were this this person, this friend of yours, he he helped save your life. I I mean, uh, father, you should have seen it. He he jumped on the back of this thing and uh, really um, did a, a very substantial amount of damage and revealed a, a key weakness actually in this this creature. And I, I I think if it weren't for him, I don't even know if we would be here. I, he he was instrumental, honestly, and I'm I'm I promise I'm not overstating that. He Meredith is just gonna like. He nod. gives you a really like a scrutinizing look. Dedra is staring daggers at the floor at this point. <laughs> She's not. Well, Harold, if if he if his involvement is as important as you say it was, and you want to help this friend out then yes I'm, I'd be more than willing to help you help him pay back his debts what, what kind of debts are we looking at 100 150 gold uh well here's the thing it, it it's it's kind of uh substantial uh I mean 150 it's, it's gold is, is substantial for the average person Harold what are we actually talking about okay well it's it's 470 that is a substantial figure. That is 
a lot of money, Harold. I yes, I I am aware, and I I understand if maybe maybe you can't afford all of it. Um, I have some gold myself uh, from a contract I did at the Adventures Guild, actually. But uh, obviously, you can understand now why I mention that he's sort of finding it difficult to move forward with his life with this, you know, this kind of debt. I'm sure you know the kinds of people who, well, would loan such amount in the first place. Uh, Hang on. Are you saying he owes this much to a singular person? I, I was assuming that he owes this much to a number of people and it's an accumulation of debt. Well, okay, Meredith is now starting to stare at the floor. <laughs> Look, uh, this friend of ours has made some very poor choices in the past. And the unfortunate thing is they had started to m- mend things before their involvement uh, in the incident. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, because of what happened, they sort of are now in a position where they they can't really uh, they can't really sort themselves out uh, and look you know it's possible uh, it's possible that maybe if if we can find a way to sort this out uh, he's very hardworking I, I'm sure uh, you know maybe you could take him under your wing he could be an apprentice of some sort uh, he's he's quite book smart if not necessarily um a practical sort but tell you what Harold I will loan you an amount some of it will be a gift to this person but I would I find the amount too high if I'm being honest with you it your life is of course very precious and there is no gold value that I could place on it but if this is somebody who has accrued such a debt I would be unwilling to place my money in a bad investment given given yes, the of history course. of what you're talking about in this person's debts they don't sound like they've made the best financial decisions in their life well no they they honestly haven't uh... so I'm willing to put forward 200 gold pieces towards this person's debt and I can upfront the remainder of the 470 as a loan to you, which you would pay back to me yes. when you are able. Uh, of course, yes. I, I mean, that's that's very generous, Father, of course. And uh, I mean, I, I know you're probably not super thrilled that I'm uh, maybe following in my uncle's footsteps a little with my enterprises. Um, 
but you know, so far I've managed to make a little bit of an honest living for myself outside of my pursuits at university, and I, I'm sure it will be possible to to pay you back. Uh, Good. And my my friend really is worth it to me, and I, I I want you to know that. So. Good. Well, as part of this agreement, I will expect to see you at least fortnightly in the home for dinner. Very reasonable. I I. I, I, I admit I've been remiss uh, in getting caught up with my studies recently. I don't know if you know this, but I was on the moon as of yesterday. Uh, no, I haven't heard of that. Perhaps you can regale us at dinner next. And we I'm will sure. keep the, the loan between us. We won't, we won't tell your mother. Yes. Uh, wise. I thank you. <laughs> I, I do appreciate it. Um, I know we don't always see our eye to eye. We seem to be sort of, you know, different people, but I think we do understand each other. Agree. Hey everyone, Ross here. As always, thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of Dungeons and Doctorates. Thank you to those of you who tuned in to our live stream this week of The Common Room. It was a lot of fun. And as always, we did have a lot of fun interacting with all of you live in the chat. And I'm really looking forward to more episodes of The Common Room coming up on Twitch. Uh, for those of you who weren't able to make it, don't worry. We will actually be having a uh, recording of that stream coming into the podcast feed as normal so that those of you who prefer the podcast can listen to it in your app of choice you can also check out the vod if you like both on twitch at dn doctorates and on youtube at dn doctorates we are hoping to stream some more content over uh well basically from now on uh, as we try and sort of you know get more active on on twitch uh, so check out that make sure you are following us at dn doctorates on all of the usual places that you includes Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and even Hive now, uh, as Twitter seems to be devolving into an unmoderated mess. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. I won't keep you much longer, just to say, as always, you know, if you do want to support the show, you can give us a like, give us a review. You can check out our merch at merch.dingdoctors.com. We are working on an Australian-specific solution at the moment, and we'll get back to you when that is ready. But for now, let's get back to this week's episode. Also, I don't know if you know this, but I uh, ran into Garen a few weeks ago. Interesting fellow. I'm sorry, I... What was the name? It is Garen, right? Uh, I believe you're talking about Officer okay. Hale. Yes. Um, Garen Hale, yes. But he, like, he, he heard you, but he didn't, like, he's like, no, hang on. I'm just checking, yeah. just checking. No, no, Russ was going, I did yeah, get yeah, that right, yeah, right? Yeah, You're not, yeah, yeah. I'm not making up a character? Yeah, yeah, I'm just, just checking. <laughs> Watch the face. Well, uh, actually, can I make an insight check? Yes. Go for it. Now we'll make a pose. 14. You, you definitely caught him by surprise. That name, like. Actually, my passive is 17. Yeah, that so. name, like, catches mm. him. Uh, and he definitely is more in like he's interested in what you had to say. Mm. Oh, he just uh, he just wanted to pass on his regards. Uh, is all. He helped us out actually at the university. There was a there was a spy a face spider infestation in the library of all places. Mm. 
Interesting. Maybe it was a long time ago, I don't know, but, you know, he just... He just wanted to know that uh, that you were okay, uh, essentially. Yes, well, uh, we haven't spoken much since his death. Yes. But good to hear he's doing well. If you excuse me, I'm going to go and collect the gold for you. Okay. And he, like, backs out of the room. <laughs> Well, I mean, that went better than expected. Yes. Um, I think it's best we still keep the particulars under wraps, but... Uh, yes, uh, that certainly lifts a little of a burden off of us. I, I really didn't want to owe them a favor, so being able to pay them is preferable for sure. Yes, it's, um, thank you for not, yes. She's like, you can see on her face, her brain's gone, you didn't have to ask your dad for that money, but you did, and I don't understand why you did when you've ignored me for four weeks. So <laughs> she doesn't understand quite why you're being a good human. A good person? A good human. No, okay. good human. She's an elf. Good human. Mm, mm, mm. That sentence was okay. intentional. Yeah, yeah, Thank right. you. <laughs> Given she doesn't necessarily think of his dad as a good human. Like... <laughs> uh, so he will come back. Um, it probably takes him you know, 10 minutes or so to, to um. have the gold um, in... Like... To, I have it counted. Have it placed into reasonable size bags because mm. that's a lot of weight it's heavy yeah. does he does he give it to us in gold or in platinum and some gold to make up the rest like yeah, do you yeah know he, what I mean? he probably gives like half of it into platinum um mm, and yeah. figures that you can work out the change you need for whatever these things he doesn't know it's all for one person so he's not going to give it all all of it in platinum because that would yeah. be Oh, if you, if you owe, you know, a gold piece to somebody, giving them a platinum piece and asking, can you yeah. break this? <laughs> He's given you a yeah. till, basically. He's given you a till full of money. It's All good. right, so we'll say 20 yeah. platinum, 270 gold. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, I love that you asked your dad for, like, 50 gold more than you needed. Um. Anyway. <laughs> if you're going to ask. I know. I wasn't going to say anything. That's why I was staring at the floor. Um, okay, so do we... I mean, I don't even know... where you would go to find a person like this. A minotaur like this. Uh, mm. Can I make a history check, Ben? What are you wanting to find out? Well, I remember a certain minotaur hassling us a few weeks ago. Yep. With the yep, drunk give elf? Me, give mm. me a history check. Oh. Yep! I forgot about that! No! Oh, it's oh a no. Nah, Harold's totally forgotten about it. It's it's so far from his mind. Uh, can Potentia do... I don't know whether it's history for her, but it's like... To remember... Because she would have remembered just the drunk elf more than the minotaur. Just an intelligence. Okay. 
probably, yeah. Flat yeah. intelligence. Uh, 16. Yeah. Potentia remembers. Potentia remembers the drunk elf, which is why she remembers the yep. Minotaur, not yep. because she remembers... I mean, there was that, um... <clears throat> elf acting in an unbecoming way that we saw when we were in the streets. I believe he had a Minotaur with him, if I am not mistaken. Um, oh... Right. I assume at this point we've said pleasantries to my dad and we yeah. sort of... Yeah. Oh, I've, yeah, I assume we're outside. I assume we have left. Yeah, just we have yeah. left. Yeah. Potentially uh, would not be saying this inside your house. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, no. yes. I should have, I should have known. Uh, yes, okay. I mean, I think we all know where we can find that individual. Uh, although, Rafi mentioned that... Uh, the Minotaur may be uh, at the black markets. Uh, I, I feel we may need your uh, uh, recent language acquisition potential to find it. I mean, she has, she has basic things, can't. She doesn't, she's not fluent, but okay. How fluent is she, Ben? Uh, you would be fluent enough to know the symbols for, like, secret store. Secret store direct like directions. Yeah. It's it's like Duolingo level yeah. two. Like, is that yeah. where we're going? Cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 Great. So she's gonna I guess how does one use a language like Thieves Cat in D D? Mm. Ben, because uh, I don't know. I would I'm gonna, I'm gonna have say, to add it as a language. Uh, give me perception checks to try and find the symbols. That you're looking for. How many perception checks do you want? Um, well, if you're if you're walking towards where the like, if you are doing it in the king's quarter, it's going to take you a while to get there. But if you head towards the shadow port, when we get to the shadow port, um, let's start at one and we'll work our way through. Okay. Um. So, get in the carriage. Screen wipe. We've moved from the King's Quarter, traveling yeah. through the brass port into the green narrows, um, having to leave the carriage when the streets became uh, too narrow, too, too windy. windy. Uh, and you've right, made your um, way to the shadow port. Cool. I'm going to roll my perception check. That is a natural one. Um, <laughs> Plus four, but like it's a natural one. Um, I'm going to... S- Thank you, big chunky dice. You failed me. You eventually do find (laughs) the symbol, but it takes you a really long time. It's more like I have to pull out the notebook from my bag and just flip through it and be like, God, how do I. What's the. That looks maybe a bit like. So you probably spend uh, a solid hour walking through the shadow port. Go the wrong way. way, Have a few shifty people eye you off as you walk around. With my head in a book? Yep. Yeah, 100%. Eventually, you find your way to a... Like, off the main track of the, the, the roads, through the winding street to the shadow port, to a, a warehouse. Uh, and standing outside the warehouse, there's a, a, a half-orc 
just kind of casually leaning against the wall. And he, he, you know, says something pretty, pretty rude. Uh, but as he, as he... In, in Orkish? In, no, in Comet. In, in Comet, he says something okay. pretty rude. And it's, and it, it's this long string of, of expletives and, and things t- basically telling you to go away. But Potentia, as he's talking, you realize he is speaking Thieves Can't. Yes. And how how does my bro- how well does my broken thieves can't understand that? Uh, what he what is thieves can't roughly says to you is he's looking for some kind of password, some kind of phrase to to tell him that you're should be here. But Harold and Meredith are just hearing this this like this half orc just, like, just cuss you out, like yeah. cuss you out terribly. <laughs> She's just gonna put her hand up and just say, "I'm not here to be here. I'm here to repay someone's debt as an emissary. I don't know what you want. I don't care. All I'm here to do is pay the minotaur." And like she says it, and then so in that sort of like flipping someone off, being like, "Fine, if you don't want my money, go. I'll go. Like mm-hmm. whatever." Assuming, based on her, like, where she's from, that money is, money talks. He looks you up and down, looks at the, the, what, uh, very clearly coin-filled sacks you're carrying. Mm-hmm. And he taps on the wall behind him, and one of the bricks slides out, and he whispers something inside. And you just see this pair of eyes looking out, looking you over. She's going to straighten up to her full height, like trying. And I mean, arguably this is performative, but trying to make it very much seem that she is supposed to be here. This is just a thing that she is doing as opposed to that. She in reality is not wanting to be here at all. Uh, Give me a performance check. As you act your way into the situation. Uh, that is a maths 20. Ben? As a 19 plus one for those playing stats at home. You uh, catch the end of the sentence, which is, yeah, right. And the brick wall, like, bricks start sliding apart and they it opens up to reveal a bustling... A uh, huge room full of merchants. It's like a, a market has been set up inside this big warehouse, and there's just people, you know, yelling and and trying to get people to buy their wares. Uh, and you couldn't hear any of this when before this door opened. Uh, and this this um, oftenest amount of noise is now coming out into the the alleyway where you are. Uh, Potentius is going to nod at the orc guard and orcish guard and um, take a couple of steps forward and like scan because minotaurs are not short so she's looking at her eye level and up to try and spot a minotaur or multiple minotaurs okay Um, so probably like a third of the way into the, the warehouse you see a minotaur 
uh, like his his shoulders and head above the crowd, making his way through. I'm just going to turn to Harold and just say, I suppose now we have to find Angus. Perhaps it's that one. And she indicates uh, with her eyes only because she doesn't want to be caught pointing at anyone in here and hope, hoping that Meredith has sort of caught onto this well, although she knows full well she's probably not going to be able to see over this throng of people. Hmm. Uh, I, I have to trust you because my memory of this individual is... I wasn't paying attention, clearly. Uh, uh, I don't suppose it would be great of us just to saunter over there. We, we may need to sort of make it look casual or something. I, I don't really know how one deals with these kinds of people. She eyeballs him really hard with the... And, and just I says, do. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And do you expect me to? No, I, I just, I'm nervous. I'm just asking your opinion. Um, she's going to wander over to like, I guess whatever the closest stall is, just like, and do that thing people do when they're walking through a market, just like looking mm-hmm. as though you are actively looking for something specific. Like you're looking for the earrings stall or you're looking for the dice merchant and you are perusing okay. to see what else is there, but you're actively looking uh, Roll a d8 for me. Six. There is a a small um, like stand has been set up offering forgery services. There's a an old gnome woman uh, surrounded by parchments and, and seals with all manner of um, very official looking search impound um like taxes pay like rid of like writs of passage um documents like stapled onto her 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 stall she's yeah she's just sort of gonna have a look and wonder by like she's trying to make herself seem nonchalant in this environment as to what the <laughs> others are doing uh but uh she's she's aiming for nonchalance Meredith has totally, like, found a barrel or something to stand on and is, like, scanning the crowd, really obviously trying to find a minotaur. Um, <laughs> give me a perception, Meredith. Oh, yeah. Does the entire place perception check Meredith? <laughs> Fifteen! Uh, you do see a minotaur off in the distance in the room. Um, a number of people, you know, look you over as a halfling standing on a barrel, but no one really says anything to you. They just, like, give you, like, a side eye, like, what are you doing? Should you be up there? Short, I need to see. Uh, so making your way through the the black market, um, you've walked past a, a stall with a, a human man with a mechanical arm um, with a sign that says, I can crack any safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's... Uh, a dwarf coated in what looks like a decade's worth of dirt and grime um, where his sign just says uh, physical penetration expert mm-hmm. there's a, like a a large stall full of plants um, with a sign that has been fully overgrown by these plants but as you walk past them mm-hmm. um, some of them go to like grab at you 
Mm-hmm. Has it got a little shop of horrors sign on top of it? Uh, little stall similar. of horrors. Um, you know, have your very own assassin vine in your garden. Uh, there's a, a rather um, haggard uh, woman who is she's sitting at a stall and she only has one thing on the the wooden um, bench, bench in front of her which is it's in the shape of a key and it has a key ring that you would expect from like an old timey key but the actual like shaft and teeth of the key are like tentacly moving wiggly worm things and it's the only thing she seems to be selling and she looks very nervous as she sits there like staring at this key Mm. there are two other stops you're about to pass before you get to our minotaur friend there's a, a, a very large store, almost overflowing with items of all shapes and sizes, um, called Lots of Founds. <laughs> and it's, it's a store that's, you know, you see uh, a, a coat with the emblem of a griffin on the back of it. You see a large painting depicting the infernal realms. There's stacks mm. of books. There's flasks of all kinds of colors bubbling away there's always like rather unremarkable looking look like prayer candles just lined up in a Mm. row and if you spend more time you'd you'd see other things in that shop but moving along uh you get to another shop which has a sign that says fiendish friends and it's uh it looks to be like a terrifying pet shop. Mm. There's these wasp-like creatures the size of your fist in a with like a crimson red carapace and black wings in these glass jars. There's a, a bag like a, like a like a hessian sack that just says "bag of portable wolves." Um, there's a, a caged black cat that has this like aura of, of darkness emanating from it as well as a very strange hand like like volleyball soccer ball sized creature with multiple glistening eyes uh, and these like almost spidery it looks kind of like um like a dust mite but but blown up to to a very large size but if you aren't interested in anything on that store you move forward and get to angus who is perusing a a store of of hats as you get to him uh you see that he's escorting an elf who is who is currently trying on um some very fancy um you realize these are like knockoffs of of name brand very fancy hats oh yeah is this the same elf we saw drunk in the street because that's the one the potential was paying more attention to it's not on that day okay more surprisingly it's raymond <laughs> <laughs>